Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. I dub the Jamiroquai. (laughs) (laughs) That's virtual insanity. everyone. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I return as your host and DM, and boy, am I excited. Get to give Dave the long rest he deserves, (laughs) IRL. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce who we have for our cast tonight. Starting on my left, Massimo playing Morton Mack, a.k.a. Gorgeous Mort. (laughs) We have James playing Hobbit the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. It's so good to be back. Zach playing Parado Lincoln Woods. Where am I? I got thrown where by what? And John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Always a pleasure. So last time some fun stuff happened. We wrapped up uh, Dave's story arc. You guys ended up, uh, you know, killing a dragon. Or we ended up killing a dragon. I was part of that. Barely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old Borzon. Yeah. Uh, and looting his lair. Because, you know, with the dead dragon comes a unoccupied horde of treasure. Got There's stuff. a whole bunch of cool stuff that you guys got. We kind of noted it all down. Uh, I mean, cloaks of protection and gauntlets of ogre power and dimensional shackles and just a whole bunch of cool stuff that you can, you know, will come up as it happens. Um, as well as uh, you guys, well, most of you managed to regain some favor in the city of High Rock. With one glaring exception. With yeah. one glaring <laughs> exception. Gorgeous Mort, you know, smashing a desiccated ogre head. To be fair, a little he, started bit of attention. It, he started at zero, <laughs> right. which put him ahead of the rest of the party right. at the beginning. But now he's in the negatives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, smashing an ogre head on the floor of a shop and, you know, because you were mad about something. What I can't remember what the hell it was. I didn't get my way. You did and, not. Right. Because you wanted it to taxidermy. For the audience, like, Mort's background is he's an inheritance child. That's where he got that like magical gem that yep. he's got. So like he's he's taken Massimo's decided to take this to the next level and be sort of this spoiled, you know, arrogant, strange right. the definition of entitlement. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I still try to be a nice guy sometimes, but yeah. I mean that's when that's I don't just, when I don't get what I want. Right. Like, you're, you're a, nice you're a little testy. When it serves you. You try right. to make well. friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. But all you yeah. leave in your wake are enemies. Right. True. I don't know. I feel like People are starting to get along with me a little I bit. I feel like now. you're easily influenced. Right. That's who we are. I just want to make friends. I'm just trying to be buddies with everyone. Right. So, anyways, that's kind of where we ended up. You guys are, you know, you, the rest, most of the party had. We had a great night. Had a wonderful night. Hotel jacuzzi Ooh, with massages, yeah. yeah. strawberries. Jarl went all out to take care of the party. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, ha, where has Peridol been again? Has um, he just been passed out? 
Felix was taking care of you using a press, like, using prestidigitation on like a rag to sort of act as like a like a cooling, like an ice pack. Yeah. And I've been icing the concussion that you have. What tastes like? I didn't flavor it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Melvin. Well, but after massage and jacuzzi, I'm sure you're feeling pretty great. If you're yes. prestidigitizing without flavoring, you're wasting your power, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, um, you can yeah. even give it some like Vicks, Vicks Vapo sure. kind of, okay, right, thank you. Why not? Yes. For you. Exactly. My that. best friend. <laughs> That's right. Paradil. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but now it's the morning and you know, you guys let Mort stew in jail until about 11 AM. You're freshly brunched. It's a Thursday. Delicious brunch. Um, so really you, you the... The world is open to you now. You have you have your leads from the previous adventures. Uh, you have your ship still mooring here in High Rock, because that's mm. you know the closest dock. Um, you know you still have your home, which you guys haven't been to in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of leave it up to you to kind of steer where you want to go next, what you want to check up on uh, before I get into my little shtick. Well, uh... you're back on the mainland now for the first time in a long time, and you know you're you're fresh out of a job. Also, there's a thousand gold that no one we didn't split up before that's to be split with everybody who's not Hoblet, because it was for the thing that he wasn't here for, Ooh. the bounty on the ogre. Uh, no, the wyvern. Oh, the wyvern. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, um, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys who are <laughs> present, minus Hoblet, to split up a thousand gold between yourselves. Right. A thousand for Hoblet. No. Agreed? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> zero for Hobbit. So any whoozle. What about me? No hands. Yeah, zero wasn't there. Right. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, you, you know, your ship is, 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 is docked in the harbor. You know, the crew and Pregnart watching it over. Uh, I'm not sure if you need to check in on that at all. Right. If you guys I want to. I could go for an ice cream. Um, you Sadly, know, Quinn is still in a... Quinn is... Quinn is also in a plot coma. Unfinished plot coma. Right. Also, you don't know if ice cream's on the menu. Pregnant's not obsessed with ice cream necessarily. Yeah, but I've seen what he can do in it. Well, maybe, he can do more uh, than ice cream. Maybe Listen, there's some chocolate spaghetti today. Maybe there's souffle. They didn't have a good. They didn't have a good meal in jail, so I'm a little feeding a little bit. Right. And you missed brunch. And I missed brunch. They actually didn't feed you a meal at all. No, I'm just starving. Right. Yeah. There were a couple dead rats, but. Yeah, I'm too good for those. Mm-hmm. Wait. So, what are we doing with the gold? I <laughs> um, uh, just say I would just I would split it up equally. If you yeah. Uh, what, what do you want to do? Three hundred for each of us, and then the extra hundred for Quinn when he wakes up. Sure. Cause Wait, he... it's a thousand gold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Only three of uh, outside of Felix. We could give some to Felix. Felix yeah. says, "I'm good." Oh, was I not there either? You were there. What you was were the there. gold from? The Wyvern Tail. The Wyvern Tail that we saw. Oh, okay. I sold that in the Dragon's Head. Oh, okay. For bounties. Oh, so is it just between the three of mm-hmm. uh, just Jarrell, Morton, uh, Paradel then? And I'm unconscious worried about Quinn. That? Pretty much. Unconscious and Quinn. Quinn that would, yeah, would just and maybe Felix, depending on how we feel about him. Felix said he's cool. <laughs> All right, cool. So, anyways. Yeah. 300 each sounds good. Also, there's, a, you know, not a zero here at the moment. But Yet. Uh, we will Shit. address him very shortly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm somewhere. We'll get to it. So, yeah, it's about 11 o'clock in the afternoon. What are you doing? Oof. So Jarrell's gonna recommend maybe we should take care of the payment for the boat. I, I doubt that we'll be sailing anytime soon. Make sure that it's safely stored and make sure that the, our crew has all the provisions they need for the time being. Yeah, you guys actually did pay for, uh, you know, putting it into putting it into port here. Cool. Um, so that's been taken care of. 
but you know, I'm sure like if you're about to leave town, you should let your crew know that right. hey, yeah. we're not going to be here. Oh, we and, should and, also just check in, yeah, on the whole situation. We should there. also probably get manservant because he has yes, a bobble. Because everybody he does have yeah, the bobble. Your, your, most of your retainers besides your squire are also at the boat. We might. Mort has been jonesing for that bobble. bobble. For <laughs> I need it. <laughs> it's not even yours. I don't, it's doesn't hobbled. matter. I I felt the power. Which is on, not much on better. Your, no, really isn't. <laughs> So is that where we decided to go? We're going to the ship? Yeah, let's go to the boat that sounds, This all sounds reasonable. Let's go yeah. get the bobble. So it's actually a pretty pretty, pretty busy day at port here. Hoblet's bobble. Um, They're going to have to arm wrestle for it. I would. That I already, is an arm wrestleable offense. The hobble That's a bobble. pass. Hoblet already tried to arm wrestle Mort, remember? Yeah, Mort turned that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, as you guys are walking, I should mention, Felix uh, walks up to Paradil. Uh-huh. He says he he pulls out of his bag these sort of bracers that you guys looted from the um, from the dragon's hoard, and he's like, "Listen, bud, you're gonna thank me later. Hold out your arms." Okay, I'm holding out my arms. All right. So he puts them onto your <laughs> Everybody wrists. Everybody can clearly see that. Right. He puts them <laughs> onto your wrists and clasps them, and he's like, "Okay, now just sit here and concentrate with me for a moment." After about five minutes of that, all of a sudden, we have a group pre ritualization. A circle ritualization. Circle ritualization. Gross. Enough of this. Enough of this. No eye contact. <laughs> no, no, keep going. I'm, I'm just adding ambience. Enough of this. <laughs> Are you going to do it over me? <laughs> After about 10 minutes of this. Oh, it's 10 minutes now? <laughs> well, yeah, because he continued. So, after about 10 minutes of this, all of a sudden, like, like a la, like, Popeye, you know, you can almost hear the whistle, you know. Right. An anchor tattoo appears on my bicep. Yeah, well, your biceps grow, like, to twice their size. In fact, all of the muscles on your body. Like, you just beef the fuck out. Nice. As these bracers now permanently raise, while you're wearing them, raise your strength score to 19. Do I grow get any those hair lats, back, bro? <laughs> Do I grow any hair back? Uh, yeah, actually, there's a little patch. Oh. More chest hair. I mean, there's, like, by a there's like one I can hear, yeah. like go wink. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, Ooh, nice. this is great. <laughs> I feel sexier already. Bust out the comb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tie my ponytail a little tighter just okay. to uh, handle the extra weight of that one hair. <laughs> nice. Oh, for sure, for sure. But yes. Um, uh, back so. to the muscles. Yeah, so TLDR. <laughs> I have no a like I've got like a twelve pack, fourteen pack. What are we talking here? Let's say twelve. Let's be let's be reasonable. Yeah. At right, least cool. an eight pack. More, like more right. sees this happen is like visually like, it's like pretty much your entire envious, completely nice. envious of this. Sounds about right. I hear Paradell's got a ten pack. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. It's twelve for sure. Let's call it Baker's dozen. I got a thirteen pack. Okay. <laughs> Great. The, that's, that's not even worry about. It. Yeah, you'll find out later. Oh, it's just, will I? It's just my reserve ab strength. Okay. <laughs> okay then. Um, I hate to tell you that's that's probably a hernia. Um. I did include. I did increase my flexing strength. I'm sure something got popped out of line. <laughs> oh my. We'll talk about that. We'll take care of that later. Um. <laughs> as you guys 
get arrive at the harbor there's you know like it, it's sort of like the sort of a very busy air like people are loading in and out of different ships there's you know like warehouses and places where people you know things are being stored this isn't quite the port that you'd see in Tamasha here you know this is more of like a I mean it's a large city but it's fairly very religious city so like it's it's just you don't really have like this huge shipping and receiving it's not very industrious around here you know it's old stone buildings like the architecture here is very very old and you know people are just kind of rolling things in and out and you can see your ship still safely moored at port. Very nice. Jarrell will immediately proceed to step onto the boat looking for his uh, retainers, Sven and Franz. Yeah, uh, they come to greet you immediately. Good to see you again, my friends. And Franz is just, oh, Jarrell, it's so good to see you too. How was your adventure? And I just tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious as to how your 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 underlings act around Hoblet. Well, like, do uh, they show they, any? They remember. Fear? Are they like the cat where they're like they're on the other side? They keep you in between us. When when Franz catches eyesight with Hoblet, you can see a small tear begin. And he kind of ducks a little bit behind Jarrell. Oh. When that happens, Hoblet shoots him a hello, friendo. <laughs> a small whimper comes out of that. <laughs> um, also, below decks, you can hear the clanging of what sound like pots and pans as well. And uh, maybe a sawing sound, and you know, just you know, just and a, a, a whole bunch of other random sounds. That seems, of, that seems alarming. A series of bells and chimes. <laughs> yeah. That might be attributed to some strange recipe. You'll notice the dwarf, dwarf, dwarfson is above decks, um, sort of, you know, scrubbing the decks. Someone's got to be an adult on this boat. Right, right. right. Uh, and Toast is MIA. We can't hear him at all? No, surprisingly. Wow. Are we concerned? Are we? Maybe. I am. Are we? I like Toast. <laughs> <laughs> he added some texture to the situation. Beardle <laughs> goes over to the Sound Dwarf Dwarf. Texturing. We call him the Dwarf Dwarf. Triple D. Yeah. No one Triple. calls me that. The Dwarf Dwarf Dwarfson. Sorry. Hey. Hey, the Dwarf Dwarf Dwarfson. Um, <laughs> where be Toast? Oh, well, uh, went into town to grab some lunch. Oh. What's he bringing back? Sandwiches? I I don't ask him questions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Direct statement to that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, <laughs> anyway... Uh, <laughs> as an aside to the table here, do we have any um, direction at all? <laughs> Not really. I, I mean, thought we were just, no, just you know, checking you, you, in. You've got you know, two gems left. Kind of you know, yeah. Yeah. Probably Felix, head back to the keep. Yeah, you see Felix actually collecting a bunch of his belongings from his quarters in the ship. You know, the stuff mm -hmm. he kind of left here um, when you headed out of town mm -hmm. initially. He's he's planning on staying in High Rock? Uh, he actually comes back up. Did you ask him that? Yes. Um, <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> Felix goes, um, I'm actually going to go back to the keep. I want to get a, just get my stuff settled in and, uh, you know, just... I don't know. I need a break from you guys. <laughs> Are you going on without us? Uh, I mean, you can catch up if you want. I mean, you know where I'm going. I'm just going to... I think it's time for me to 
I just need a little time to reflect. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do with our poor injured Quinn? Uh, you know what? Let me take care of that. That sounds best. I'll, I'll, I'll get him back. He probably could use some care. I don't know. Maybe I'll take him to see a local cleric before I go. Uh, I'll, I'll meet you guys back home, maybe? I don't know. Just let me know what you're doing. Send a, mess, send a letter, at least, if you don't come back home. Will do. Drop you a line. All right. Uh, bye. <laughs> and off into a plot hole he goes. Yeah. <laughs> With all of his things and an unconscious still quit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Here. now we don't have to address the problem for a bit. <laughs> totally. uh, you, are, <laughs> you are without the old ball and chain. We actually walk, see him walk into a bar called the plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually uh, it's a temple called the plot hole. Oh, he's going wow. to a cleric. Right. We don't really know what they worship over there, but we can only assume it's weird, rather obscure. Something dark. Cavernous. I mean, who else could get you out of a plot coma except for yeah. the people at the plot hole? Yeah. Right. Come on. <laughs> the, the god of uh, strange, excessive literary devices. I That's correct. Right. Maybe the script doctor. I don't Yay! know. Yay! There like we it. are. I like it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> What's your plan, fellas? Uh, it, Don't look at me, I ain't here. You guys yeah, are right. still just chilling above deck. Yeah, I mean, outside of what we've already accomplished, I feel like it's about time for us to get out of this town before he looks at more any of us cause any more trouble. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really ashamed of my actions. Yeah, I, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> I felt like I was wronged in this situation, but yeah, I feel like I've worn out my welcome here. Um, as we're leaving, I would like to buy um, a horse and a pony for Sven and Franz, if I can. Yeah, I forgot what the prices were. I think it was like it was like forty for a pony, and it was like what a hundred for a horse, something like that. Hans already has his donkey. Yeah. So hundred forty. Yeah, why not? If it was different before, well, sorry, but the prices have changed. You know, market right. fluctuations and all that. <laughs> There's we'll just blame our inconsistencies on the economy. That's right. <laughs> I could blame the inconsistencies on whatever the fuck I want, Dave. <laughs> well, where are we setting sail to? We're not setting sail. We're, we're probably just going to ride back to the keep. A, a little bit behind. Oh, so we're just going to be hanging here for... You don't even know that they have a keep. So yeah, you haven't been there yet. Not. I've only been there once. Because, uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to, uh, you know, get our hands or eyes back on the scrying orb. Trying to get back onto the trail of the last two gems. Zero has the scrying orb at the keep, correct? No, Felix. We still have that. In yeah. fact, Felix yeah. gave it to you. Okay, cool. And it's actually, uh, you know, speaking of Zero, you see that there's actually a ship here with the Omega Project uh, like symbol, like flying the Omega Project flag. Nice. Oh. And there's a bunch of supplies being unloaded from there, and you can see some of them are marked Hokov. Hell yeah! What? That's us. And organizing this, uh, trans this transported, it would appear, is none other than Zero. Hey, bud. Yeah. Oh. So we disembark. You're and here. Approach. I mean, he's like in the op he's like in close. the pier, like right next to yours. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sweet. Wait. So how far? You guys away are like just shouting down from the boat at this point. I don't Wait, know. Do we are we, we like have to get disembark? You'd have to like right? disembark and walk around to like get to him. You're kind of looking at him from down from like the you know the deck of your ship. Right. You can see him organizing some things. 
you know, like people moving boxes. So and let's stuff go like down that. and talk to them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You guys make your way around, and yep, there's zero, and a whole bunch of uh, looks like just general like dock hands and, and 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 like a proper ship's crew unloading things from this boat. We've never seen one of those before. <laughs> looks like you're doing well, friendo. Oh, you're here. Don't you have a history in this town? I have been helping with that slightly. Um, someone interrupts <laughs> you, Zero, for a moment. Uh, he says, um, uh, excuse me, Zero, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, you, could, where did you say that this keep of yours was again? I give them directions right, right. Uh, northwest. Right, you see, them kinda dra- you see them kind of take a cursory map and kind of mark something on there, and they said... Uh, I see that you have company. We can. Do you want, would you like us to catch up with you, or do you, do you want to supervise the transport? So where are you guys headed? Back to the keep, I think. Well, if you can be ready to go in ten minutes, we can uh, ride with the caravan. All right. Otherwise, um, we'll be seeing you back at the keep. There's a few uh, items in this shipment that I need to oversee personally. Okay. Sounds good. Well, then. Let's roll. Okay. So, you know, we're ditching, you guys, we're ditching yeah. toast, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, he'll be all right. Yeah. Do you have any instructions to your crew members or anything like that? or? Well, I'm going to ask Zero kind don't, of. Don't well, fuck up. <laughs> I'm a little curious. Uh, what, what are you bringing in? What are you being so secretive about? Being secretive about anything. You haven't asked what I'm doing yet. What are you doing? <laughs> so, this shipment. Because can... when everybody stalls and says a few. Items. Items, They're right. Not being I mean, these crates are actually marked with, uh, it says one says Zero's room, one says Hoblet's room, one says Paradil's room, one says Jarrell's room, Ooh. one even says Gorgeous Mort's room. Oh, nice. I'm included. And, uh, and Felix's uh, room and Quinn's room. Like, there's like, it seems like, they, 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 like, almost like the project is providing some move in materials to actually furnish the keep that you have. Oh, you've been busy. Yeah. Does mine also... I, I've heard that you organics enjoy having furniture. There are <laughs> other things, too. Things labeled armory and, 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 and whole... There's also um, some larger parts. This is actually a series of wagons that you can see be, you know, carrying okay. this stuff. Um, the wagons themselves have nothing driving them, but they seem to be moving on their own. Hmm. Fancy. Like, nothing is pulling them, but they're moving slowly on their own. By any chance, uh, would Paradil's uh, box uh, have the... Uh... <laughs> the insignia of the uh, race car bed emporium. It does now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's dope. Awesome. <laughs> and by race car bed, you mean magical Tarantis vehicle car of yeah, but the ones they race in, the yeah. fast ones. Yeah, <laughs> it's a trike bed. It's still a horseless <laughs> carriage. Okay, yeah. it's still for racing. It's a race car bed. Okay, right, of course. <laughs> Furniture, a few experimental materials, um... Drugs. <laughs> Lots of drugs. I wouldn't <laughs> so much call them drugs. Some items for some camicular lensing. Um, uh-huh. Another shipment of magnets. How it do doesn't they seem work? that any... How do they? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> And Spike. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff, and we'll we'll address yeah. it all when it gets unpacked. 
but yeah, so within about 10 minutes, you guys collect your things. You give any instructors to the crew besides don't fuck up. You guys good there? Do you feel there's anything you need to resolve? No, I, I think that's probably... High Rock is probably our closest home port. Right. Like, I don't think there's anywhere closer to the keep to park the ship. At the no. moment, there is not. Don't feed the Mogwai after At midnight. Can we make a port? <laughs> that would take some time to build one. Yeah, it would. And it would still be, you know, I mean, it would probably be closer to your keep, but it would still, you'd have to, like, there's, there's quite some distance between your keep and the shoreline. Fair enough. So. Um, yeah, you guys prepare yourselves, and the caravan begins to depart. So there's you're looking at probably about eight wagons, like large wagons in total, that they're um, sort of guarding um, as they go to your keep. You have about eight um, crew members, like Omega, crew, Omega Project crew members with you, uh, supervising this transport as well, you know, because these are, like, these are Omega Project materials, like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, no offense to you guys, <laughs> but there's just, any any extra measures of protection are yeah. being taken here. Yeah. I don't know if anybody we, else is... It's not this much of an escort for furniture. Right. I don't know if anybody else is thinking this, but all I can picture in my head right now is, I hope we don't get typhoid fever. I hope we don't. <laughs> oh, this is an Oregon Trail type scenario. Cholera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. We're gonna Hobbit to make... died of dysentery. Damn it! <laughs> we, gonna... we shouldn't have crossed the fucking river. Yeah, we're gonna. Have... I told you we should have gone up, Billy. <laughs> Are we gonna have to cock these wagons and float them? Right? Seriously, I hope someone's got some fucking oxen. Anyway. <laughs> At some point, the, the road does cross the river, but there is a bridge. Yay. Yeah, but is it worth the trip up, or can we just cross the bridge? You can cross the bridge. Sally's going to get dysentery. How much oh is God. the ferry? Right? You got to pay the I'm telephone. not playing this Oregon Trail <laughs> like, like mini game here. <laughs> but uh, it's a several days journey, though. Wait, we're allowed to have mini games in this? I fucking hope so. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Um, that would be terrible. Wait, I think a great idea. Here's my question. Oregon Trail. How do these these accidental uh, wagon fires keep being set? <laughs> Who the fuck is smoking well, back right? there? True. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Guys? What happens when you leave it, little Sally alone on the prairie all day long with the tobacco you purchased? With a broken so. wheel, put down and then the pipe. Everything is mm-hmm. downhill. From there. Damn straight. One little piece of adversity and mm-hmm. the whole ship sinks. Fuck. You were fucked. As soon as it happened too, you're like, oh, maybe yep. I can come out of this. But in nope. the back of your head, you're like, no, you're fucked. We're, we're all going to die. Fuck right? D&D. This is now dead. an Oregon Trail podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're scrapping our please, characters. Please send us your Oregon oh, Trail takes. I'm Josephus. <laughs> it was this or do Club Penguin. Well, you can't anymore. Let's go hunting. You can. It's just post like ironic. Yeah, right. Uh, so, anyways. Um, the So, you guys are actually you know, going to have to... Uh, make camp one of the nights the other you know the second night you'll actually there's a there's a way there's a way station along the way you know just like a little like traveler's in um not the gold canary it's a different one it's kind of a knockoff it's the uh it's the um silver sparrow noise yeah it's not as decadent as the gold canary i prefer there's a reason um but uh you know the first two days do pass pretty uneventfully um, but as you guys are, re- you know, like resting in the silver sparrow, um, someone, you, you know, is it fairly lively, you know, there's some travelers here. It's not like super busy tonight. Um, but, uh, at one point someone walks in, um, rather average looking human kind of has, uh, 
He's like slightly balding with a little bit of a comb over, you know, like maybe like, you know, like sort of salt and pepper hair, clean shaven. He's like wearing just like leather, like um, clothes, like just like, you know, like, like hide or whatever. And uh, you see he's kind of holding a, like a messenger bag. And he says, uh, I'm sorry, did the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh, are they in the building? Anywhere? Heroes of the kingdom of Vesh. Here we are. Oh, hello. Hi, uh, I, have a, I have a letter for you. I'll take that. We're being Because strict. I can read. And don't let me <laughs> take it. You're learning. <laughs> um, the timer yeah. is on. Right. He uh, reaches into his bag. You kind of see him ruffling around. He's like, uh, yeah, it looks like just yep, just the one here. And he hands you a sort of like a sort of charcoal colored envelope. It's like a little ribbon on it. Peridol takes that and uh, quickly scurries to the corner of the room furthest away from any source of flame. <laughs> Okay. Yep. And uh, somehow reads it. I don't know. He sure. has dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> he does. As you open the letter, it sort of smells... It's almost like it's perfumed um, a bit. It's a bit of a scent. Mm. Uh, it's What's it smell like? Patchouli. Ooh, oh, my fucking favorite. Hippies. My favorite. So hippie-scented. Some um, fucking wizard living in a yeah. hole in the in the woods somewhere. Just, it makes me wonder what a Nag Champa scented letter is gonna tell me. Oh God! <laughs> Steer clear from that one. Throw that one in the trash. All it says is the VCR keeps blinking twelve. Man, how do I reset it? <laughs> That's all the letter says. <laughs> On the contrary. Yeah. Okay. The letter actually says, and it's it's very short. It says. You have my attention. We'll be seeing each other soon. And it's just signed, A. Oh, is Peridot reading this out loud? We all are privy to this information. I'm passing it around to everybody who has dark vision except for Hoblet. I do not have dark vision. Does someone read it aloud? Oh, I do have dark vision. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jarrell will read it out loud. Okay. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm taking it. (laughs) (laughs) You have my attention. I'll be seeing you soon. We'll be seeing each other soon. Signed and I just a. signed A. Capital A? Capital A. Peridil shudders a bit. Doesn't like that. He uh, lets Mort and Jarrell in on who A might be, being uh, Arion Black. He he p- assumes, maybe erroneously. He's the only A name. So you, I just, mean, we just, see one A we just murdered? A black yeah. dragon that presumably was this person. And no, then, it wasn't the oh, same person. No, that was Borzon the black dragon. Borzon right. the black dragon. Or Angus Core. True. That's... Angus... That seems... All we're all possible. screwed. Because, yeah, Arian Black wouldn't tell us that no. he... Right. Ha- no, he'd just he, show we up. We have his attention. Right, he would just show up. Um, can I... Street. And I thought we were in his good graces. Yeah. Sorry, go okay. ahead. It, I don't want to see if there's any more tells of the letter. Maybe we can see, like, pick out something more of it. You said it's sprayed, smelled like patchouli, something mm-hmm. like that. It, it, I mean, is that like an indicator of something? Can I roll something for that? Is there anything else I can find out about have this? Insight into that, but I would say maybe like a history or something, anything. Um, I think that you should give me an insight check, actually, and insight I'll explain check. why in a second. I am even on insight. Well, I mean, you're I'm asking though, so let him let him roll. That's not gonna do. It's an eight. 
Okay, yeah, you're, I mean, you're not, entire, you're not entirely sure. You also have no idea who Arion Black is. Right. Oh, wait, no. Did you meet, did he meet him in, you did meet Arion Black, actually. Yeah, we were yeah. in the, tra- the train yeah. walking. Never mind, walking I rescind that statement. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you, so you do... Uh, in the city streets, we were yeah, just yeah, in a yeah, long yeah. row from... Uh, yeah, a little yeah. conga line. Yeah, <laughs> just inserted himself into it. I forgot you Correct. definitely met him. Yeah, so... But yeah, so... But you have no idea whether it could be Arion Black or Angus Core or someone else with the name... The, le- the letter A letter as a. part of their name. Hoblet, were you going to try to make an insight roll? I'll give yeah, one more person see, a chance. I was going to see what... If Hoblet knew anything about this patchouli odor that came off. Well, because it's, it's annoying. Nature check. Nature check for the patchouli. Never mind then. Hoblet definitely does have some expertise in smells. Right. <laughs> not the good ones though. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, then no, if it's not going to be an insight check, then I don't. I want mean, to you might as well do. I mean, just. I'm going to make a nature check. You never check. know. Go ahead. You yeah. make the nature check. Sure. The patchouli check. It's a thirteen. Uh, I mean, this kind. You know, this stuff is manufactured in a few places. You know, some in Tamasha here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as just it being traded and stuff like that, but also in, uh, you know, just different parts of the region, probably, you know, in or near Tarantis, there's probably tons of stores that sell patchouli oil. I don't, you're not going to really find a lot of that in the Gray Citadel because I don't think dwarves and gnomes really give a shit about that. Um, but it's, it's, it's a fairly common, you know, perfume. Is the Nothing messenger, is the messenger still in the room passing out messages? to other people um he he you do see him kind of fumbling through his messenger bag but he just kind of looks like looks around the room and he just uh starts making his way towards the door Mm-mm. i'm gonna deceive the letter into thinking that i know what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna talk to if you if it makes you feel better if letters could talk it's a 16 do you feel better yeah okay it, it, it believes you nice <laughs> um i'd like, like to one stop over on this, this letter I'd like to stop the messenger guy. I'm just gonna yell over to him. Hey, 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 wait. Hold on. He turns around and he's like, I, I do need to be somewhere. Is there, is there a problem? I said, hold on. Is there a problem? Yeah, where'd, this... you get, where'd you get this letter from? Who gave this to you? The, where'd you come from? The, the, the courier's office in High Rock. They didn't have any other messages for you? This didn't seem funny? I, I'm, I'm told who these go to, and then I deliver them. How do we find out who this is from? My sense of an attitude... <laughs> I mean, I'm, they sent you a letter. I would Shut hope up, that you'd know who it is. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this, well, this ne'er-do-well forgot to put a return address on it. We're pretty unclear about who this is from. I mean, you'd have to travel back to High Rock. Maybe they would know at the courier's office. I, I don't know. I'm just doing my job. All right. See you later, but- Joe. My name is... Never mind. And he walks out the door. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, that never was mind. Fruitless. <laughs> His name is Nevermind. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so we're staying here for the night, right? Yeah. Yeah, right, stay cool. for the night. No other things happening, so we're going to move on. You wake in the morning. The caravan is be- getting ready to depart uh, probably around 7 a.m. Everybody is awake, happy, and uh, you guys get to getting. Zero doesn't sleep in, so. (laughs) Right. You arrive at the keep in the early evening, probably about 3 p.m. And um, you can see that, you know, the, you know, Felix is here and he's, 
he seems to be yelling at uh, Spanks Mahiney. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> and then you just kind of see him throw his arms in the air and walk inside. What did I say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> You're too far away to tell. Oh, okay. Um, but you can you can see Felix like kind of like he he exits the building with Stenton Crossbreeze, and just like kind of you see him kind of grab Spanks because they're the same roughly the same height. Spanks is a little taller, but you see him kind of grab Spanks by like the collar or whatever inside, just dragging him inside. Who does that? Felix. Okay. Uh, and Stent, you see Stenton like waving, you know, as the caravan begins to arrive. So you guys pull up, you know, um, zero. I'm assuming you start probably direct. I mean, you know, they're, they're kind yeah. of they're, they're like looking towards you to kind of like you know like hey, just tell us where the, yeah he's going he or starts directing. Um, he starts uh, with his lab stuff and gets that priority right. uh, settled in first. Right. So things begin start to get unloaded from this caravan into your like keep um yeah once they get into moving the furniture zero is now nowhere to be found right um but you guys are home it's been you haven't been home in a long time do i notice a stable um there's there's a hitching post and like you have like large fields but you guys uh you you know if there was a stable it's it's probably one of the ruined buildings somewhere out in the field there because it's this place hasn't been occupied in a little while However, on the eastern side of the keep, uh, outdoors near sort of like where those external cellar doors are, there actually appears to be a uh, forge that's been built here. There's a smelter, you know, a forge itself, uh, an anvil, and a few other uh, supplies here. And you actually see that there's appears to be a halfling um, working at the forge. Not Spanx. No. <laughs> An unidentified halfling. Who put oh. this all together for is us? It, is it lick or kick? Uh, I don't know. Does he? Does this bear? Does this halfling bear any resemblance to or, to uh, Spanx? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um, Peridot walks up to the halfling because he's very enticed by the looks of this forge, and yeah, sort of engages with him. He says. Wow, nice forge you got here. Who are you? Oh, thanks. I'm Minimus Maximus. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was uh, hired here by the uh, Omega Project. They sent me here, um, I don't know, about a week ago. Uh, getting set up. Told me that there was a blacksmith here, and uh, I was going to help him with some stuff. Are you that blacksmith? He sees like your smith's tools like kind of poking out of your backpack. Yeah. I, it's a pleasure. I, again, Minimus Maximus. And you are? Paradell Lincolnwoods. A pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Oh, great. At your service, uh, Sir Paradell. Glad to have another uh, blacksmith around here. These guys were kind of getting on my nerves with their uh, very uh, meager knowledge of the trade. I can imagine. <laughs> well, uh, it's good to be in good company. He's uh, a dick. Just, uh... <laughs> I love it. I guess let me know if you need anything manufactured. I'm just getting things set up and cleaned up over here. Uh, I was going to just start at least populating the uh, armory that was appears to be here uh, with just some, you know, general weaponry. Um, but I have some specialized talents that uh, I could, you know, put at your disposal. How about we have a, a smith-off? A good old-fashioned 
Blacking. Oh, I haven't done a blacking in years. <laughs> You've been looking for an excuse to do this for a <laughs> long time. Trying to get, trying to get You'll have blacked to, off. I don't even remember. That sounds yeah. about right, though. <laughs> he says, a blacking. Give me 18 hours to prepare myself. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, again, a pleasure. I must prepare. Indeed. Okay. So you have met Minimus Maximus. Minimus Maximus. Minimus. Seems like an up, upstanding fellow. Seems so. Sounds like a dweeb. <laughs> he sounds Australian, but <laughs> I'd say New Zealand. New Z- ah, more of New Zealand. Like Kiwi. Yeah. I would say if it was if it were between Australia and New Zealand, it would be New Zealand, but it's not. More Nordic. Get reeked. <laughs> what? Yeet reeked. Get oh. reeked. <laughs> you said something completely different. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling you to get wrecked. Get reeked. Uh-huh. Get reeked. <laughs> I thought you were telling me to get repped. Get yeah. Work on those. Well, you are huge now. It sounded very questionable <laughs> yeah. for a second. Any Many reps. Um, as you guys enter inside the keep itself, you can see that actually a lot of it has been put together already. There's already way more furniture in here before than there ever was when you you know have actually spent time here. Do we have a proper Roomba now instead of just zero? No. Damn it. I have a question for you, Dave. Yes. Does zero make any sort of audible? exclamation when he comes back to see that 0.5 looks different maybe a little bit worse for wear than he was previously maybe a few beef jerky looking grief sta- grease stains around his mouth area <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and (laughs) there is a lot of noise coming out of Zero's lab. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what kind of noises? I'm curious. Well, for a while, there's a bunch of yelling, Mm -hmm. and then there's um, a whole bunch of crates being opened, and a whole bunch of banging on stuff, and a couple of small explosions. Oh, wow. And a small to medium explosion. And it sounds like one of the doors has been blasted slightly off its hinges. What does that sound like? Slightly. (laughs) Slightly (laughs) off its hinges. (laughs) Like lots of groaning metal, like... Right. It's like an explosion followed by a... Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is all over the course of a few hours. Interesting. You can see Stenton actually, um, when you guys also enter, he's like, let me show you to your rooms. (laughs) Nice, Stenton. (laughs) I got you, bro. (laughs) Uh, And he leads you in actually upstairs, and I'll uh, put a floor map of this up on the Twitters and the Discords and the Reddits and whatever. I actually have a map of this whole keep here. Um, You know, it takes you up to your rooms on the second floor. Cool. Itching. You guys, you know, have some of your stuff moved in. I will, you know, in our downtime or whatever, let you figure out how you want to decorate, you mm-hmm. know, yourselves. Have like big mm-hmm. plans. Yes, you know, it's just keep within reason. Obviously, we'll talk about it. But yeah, Piedel you takes a crowbar. Jimmy's opened the uh, race car bed emporium crate and just dives in into the, the packing peanuts. You see, you hear like giddy squeals and uh, <laughs> packing peanuts flying everywhere. Of course, we do. Nice. So, 
you know, you guys are getting unpacked. Like people are helping load stuff in and out. You know, downstairs you'll notice that there's actually a proper um, uh, like war room. Like it's got like a table with like a whole a whole map of the 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 region. There's a there's a, a study that actually takes up two floors. There's a ladder and you know that goes up and down between the like sort of shelves to take you up to the second level or just you know climb the stairs in the main entryway to the second floor. It's just filled with books. It's actually like this used to be desolate, dusty, barren. Is now totally filled to the brim mm. with uh, different reading materials. Mm. All the things it takes to turn a house into a home. That's correct. It appears. You see, Felix is already in there cataloging some of the uh, a certain section of the books, um, specifically to the you know on the subject of the undead. And you see him kind of like trying to look. He's like, he seems to be searching for a title. He just kind of like waves at you and just kind of continues on with his business. Um, but at this point, you know the the floor is yours. Well, all floors are yours to either explore or to like make a plan. Now you guys are finally home. So now there is like a. Uh... Is the armory attached to like some sort of a, a gym or anything like that where I can start training a little bit with uh, Hans? Um, there's actually a set of stairs, a small set of stairs that actually go down into the cellar from the armory as well. Um, and those do go into a training area. There's a bunch of straw dummies set up and, you know, things like that. Uh, there's actually downstairs, you see there's actually a whole bunch of the crew members that were with you guys in the caravan. They're trying to assemble something in the southwestern corner of the cellar. They're Gerald. building like a platform and they're kind of raising some of these like large, like sort of like curved metal beams that kind of arch towards the center of this thing. There's four of them, like one in each corner, and mm-hmm. like a little circle in the center. Is there a room for the uh, eventual bow flex that Paradil's going to make to uh, keep himself toned? There's plenty of room down here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the storage shelves. <laughs> yeah, the storage shelves down here seem to be lined with different foodstuffs and, you know, just general uh, adventuring supplies and things like that. Um, it's it's getting filled out. Like this start this place is starting to look like a home. And you actually, um, you know, zero. You know that this was actually a reward for your service to the Omega Project. Whatever the hell you were doing while you were not with the party, when mm. you were called away on some urgent business. Mm. Zero got paid. <laughs> That's right. So, I am going to. I'm intrigued by all these books. I'm going to just start rifling through, see if I can find anything. Any sort of like wild magic related like dummies like magic for dummies 101 trying to like hone in my skills a little bit i'm a little you know i'm I'm a little bit loose i'd like to see if i can you know find anything that i can nothing so mundane here these are all these are all books on or nothing so general i should say okay um these are books on various specific topics oh Ranging from magic to herbology to like local histories to like I mean it's, it's, there's a there's a wide variety of different tomes of in their well, varying then condition. I would I, like to find the absolute the most. I'm going for branding yeah. here. What is the most ridiculous looking book in here? And I want to read that in its completion. Like I would like to think that no book written on wild magic has been written on paper intended to be used as be, paper. Right. Like it's on cocktail napkins. Somebody <laughs> wrote a treatise on it on uh, wild magic probabilities on toilet paper. Right. <laughs> uh, Parallel stall. Do I, poetry. do I find anything right? <laughs> <laughs> There's one particular book that says "Badger proof your house." I guess if that's the most. Yeah, all right, I'll read it through. It catches your eye. I mean, this book goes into great detail on how to ward and protect your house from being infested with badgers. Okay. All right. It's a little dry. I'm going to nestle right into it. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Paradil seeks out Zero. And, uh... Yeah, the left door to Zero's lab is hanging off of only one set of... Hin- only one hinge. Kind of hanging slightly outwards. Alright, he pokes his head into the doorway and uh, tries to see if the coast is clear. Um... The coast is relatively clear, except for what can only be described as a siege engine in the dead center of the room, pointed at the doors, with no visible means supporting it from the floor. What what is a siege engine? Like, catapults are siege engines, or in this case, (laughs) it sort of looks like a slightly shrunk down ballista. Nice. Put it on the boat. Put it on the boat. (laughs) Does it look like a ballista that Zero would wield himself? More or less. Um, The thing is probably about five and a half feet long. Fully out. Wow. Something like three, probably about three foot wide at, uh, at the edges of the bow. With, it looks like pulleys on the end of it and a whole bunch of cables going in between this big canister on the side. Like, like it almost looks like a film canister in another, like long can. What appears to be of crossbow bolts strapped to the bottom. Like they're arranged almost around a glass cylinder in the bottom of the thing. So it looks like we're like preparing for a war here. I mean, always zero was designed to be a mobile weapons platform, right? So, yes, <laughs> I believe that this is just a further observation. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Also for the audience, the entire party is level seven now. And this is our clever way of explaining that things are improving around here. Yeah. Yes. So um, clever. <laughs> okay. Paradell calls in. He's like, uh, uh, zero. <laughs> yes, Paradell. Would you uh, care to clue me in as to what the fuck is going on around here? In here? In here, where did all this stuff come from? Um, Does this have to do with you? Locally, you've uh, come into my lab. In inside the lab here, we're doing munitions uh, munitions testing. Out in the greater lab, we have installed uh, various creature comforts to make this a proper home base. (laughs) Are you just referring to the rest of the keep as the greater lab? Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Ruined it, Paradell. I liked that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just Zero's head. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's out in the lab periphery. (laughs) This is my lab. The rest of it's just lab. In his in his mind, it really is. A house surrounding his lab but you've got to look at it from the perspective of his life he yeah. only lives in labs right <laughs> he's never really had a residence so he's not quite sure how to how to grok it <laughs> so so um, are you just going to totally evade the question <laughs> what specifically would you like to know by what by what means did we come into just receiving all these items? It seems like this stuff all costs a lot of money. I receive I receive a stipend for services rendered to the Omega Project. 
I decided to put it towards um, improving my laboratory into the surrounding environs. All right. Thank you and goodbye. (laughs) Good interaction. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, before I advance us another day, uh, anything else anyone's doing around the keep tonight? Is there anything we want to poke around in? Scoping the room. Scoping it. You know, getting just a general setup. I mean, it's going to set up his little wood end tables and okay. I'm trying, I'm consulting with picture a mama smasher. Yeah. Um, Paradil's going to go into the library and uh, start boning up for the the Smith off, <laughs> the blacking. Oh, yeah. Nice, the blackening. He's going to find uh, he's going to find the 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 best book he the best text he can find on uh, longsword design okay. and uh, sort of refresh study. Okay. Um. The book's called Feeling Inadequate. Yeah. I went in your long sword. <laughs> My sword is longer. <laughs> the overcompensator's blacksmithing uh, guy. <laughs> Give me a straight sword. intelligence roll. Straight intelligence roll. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, you feel like you've, 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 you've brushed yourself up, you know, I mean, it's not like you've, you've, you've done this a lot. It's just been a hot minute since you've really smithed anything. So it doesn't take you very long to bring yourself back up to speed. Uh, and the morning comes throughout the evening. There's a extremely high frequency wine coming from zero's lab. It start. it's either, it starts quieting down at about three in the morning, uh, to completely disappear by about sunrise or your eardrums have been uh, permanently damaged. Hmm. Let's hope it's the former. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, when you wake up, uh, you can already hear the the forge uh, being sort of fired up outside. Holt. I love this cat. But I just need to get him out of there. You got yeah. to go. I wish you didn't jump on that the morning comes so quickly because I was about to bust out a and after all that longsword reading, so did Paradil. I mean you can still sneak that in there. Nah, the moment's passed. It's over. Well, you should have been quicker. The moon was killed for a moment. And the moment was gone. So, anyways, uh we'd long rested. I'm just gonna save us the montage this time. And um yeah, again. The forge is being fired up. Uh, do you go outside, Paradel? I'm not the one firing it. Now, Minimus <laughs> Maximus is beginning, unless you want to be the one firing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Paradel's out there at 0600. Yeah, I'm firing up. I'm like, I, I love the smell of forges in the morning. That's right. That's right. Paradel's hard at work. Minimus Maximus, you know, does come to join you. But he nice. lets them, you know, he lets you obviously do your thing. Yeah. You know, he's comfortable to work on whatever forge he needs to work on. You know, uh, he says, so what, uh, what are you making today? Long swords, my friend. Long swords. I need something to, uh, better match my physique these days. And, uh, Paradil, um, sort of, uh, strikes a pose and, <laughs> uh, flexes a bit. Flex on him? Yeah, I flex on him. Do you flex on him like you would be holding... Like you'd be holding a long sword. Yeah, like, I do. Yeah. Now, does this off? Does this affect Minimus Maximus in any way? Is he intimidated by him? Are you asking me? I am asking just in general. Do we see it visually like 
if Minimus Maximus is shook. Yeah, I'm going to roll for intimidation. I think so. Why are we intimidating our own higher life? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting in his head. We're about right. to have a smithing off. Right. A black, the black, the blacking. blacking. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever it's called. The, <laughs> the, I roll a 15. The, the smithening. The smithening yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, sounds There right. could be only proper. one. <laughs> What'd you get? A uh, 15. He uh, also got a 15. All right. He, you are evenly matched. Mm. Ooh. Mm. So his well. Yeah, but are we just like the cheering section? Are we just like Let's get him yeah. in his corner? What's that? Hoblet, Sit- Hoblet is here in attendance. I don't know if that's clear. Yeah, I'm, I'm there as well. Sure. I'm, I'm very juiced about yeah. this. Yeah. There's we, enough we've had a low couple days. We yeah. heard about the smithing. The smithening. Smithening. The smithening. <laughs> the smithening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm, um, you know, furrowing and striking at the forge. I don't know if those are words that uh, apply to this, but. Uh, <laughs> Blacksmith <laughs> they language. Sound about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's I'm, doing those things. I'm right. bracketed, uh, fill in blacksmithing terminology later. Okay. We're going to do a series of checks. Okay. So we're going to start with a strength smith tools check. Noise. And I have expertise in smith's tools, so do I get at that at advantage? No, expertise means you double your proficiency towards it. Okay. Should already be factored in, maybe? Mm, I don't know. If it's not, whatever. It's it's essentially you. It's your strength modifier plus double your proficiency. So it's what, okay. four plus six is ten. So it's your roll plus ten. Okay, cool. Whoa! Oh! Thirty. Thirty. Ooh, I'm so at twenty. That, at twenty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So he got a twenty-one. So yours, at least the start of it, comes out quite uh, like yours looks way better. You so you've you've you, you started to start. To like, uh, form, I've got like some the, dense steel going. Yeah, it's very dense, very dense. Starting, the, the sword is starting to take shape. It's got those like ripples in it that that uh, mm-hmm. that Damascus steel has. Is that Damascus steel? Yeah. Right. It, yeah. Maybe. Sure. Damascus. Yeah, it's the strongest. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. strongest. But now you need yeah. to shape it. So you need to make me a dexterity smithing tools check. Twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, he rolled terribly, and he got a nine. Mm-hmm. So you're, I mean, he, he definitely slips up a little bit, and you see that the curve to the blade, you know, or the um, the edges to the blade is like a little bit. It's not righted. It's not true. I mean, he's still can hammer it down, but you know, he definitely got off to a little bit of an awkward start here. So you, and yours is looking, I mean, beautiful. I'm not even gonna bother rolling for intimidation. We're ready to start hammering. All so right. Give me a strength smithing tools check. I will. Uh, that's another 25. Wow. Yeah, you beat his 16. Peridol has, like, he's got, like, the one lock of, like, sweaty, thin, stringy hair in front mm-hmm. of his face. He's, like, he's, like, so centered. He's so zoned in on this. Right. You oh, can yeah. all, You can see, like, the forge fire, like, reflecting in his pupils. It sure is. It sure is. And, uh, Minimus is obviously, like, sort of taken aback by your handiwork. Like, he's just, he's very, like, he's, he's almost like, he's, I mean, he's admiring it. He doesn't, he's, he's, he's enjoying himself quite a bit. Yeah, no, this is like right. watching fucking Mozart write <laughs> uh, fucking, you know, concerto. Right. In, like, a Top Chef kind of way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just before sure. the final round goes off, um, there's, um, a series of percussive blasts. It sounds like someone's setting off firecrackers inside the uh, key. Then it stops. You're going to make me one final check now because you're about to sort of get this attached and, and, and write it into the hilt. Mm-hmm. Dexterity smithing tools check. 
I'm going to use Ben Luck. Um, can I do that? I can do that. I'm going to use a sorcery point. I'm going to use yeah, I'm Ben okay. Luck here. So that will, Add a d4? It looks like... The reaction, uh, yeah, 1d4 from... Yep, you can add 1d4 to your roll. Now... Now, is that before the plus 10 or after the plus 10? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Plus the exact same Still math. You're it's just math. adding more. Sad. Okay. But that was dexterity? Yes. Okay. Nice. Okay, that is a 20. Okay. He uh, he did beat you with a 22. No. However, however, overall, overall, while his hilt definitely looks way better than yours. Way better. Way okay, better. A little Two bit better points than yours. Better. Two better. <laughs> a little bit better than yours. The remainder of your sword is, I mean, beautiful. That's right. A fine piece of steel. Perfect steel. So perfect. So long. That it is actually a uh, plus one long sword. Nice. Oh, damn! So good. <gasps> oh, yeah! Congratulations. I would, I would definitely say with those rolls that it would have had to have produced at least a masterwork quality sword, yeah. So, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it's masterwork right there. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Uh, and and you see, uh, after you guys are done, you know, I mean, Minimus Maximus is, like, sweating, and he's just, he reaches over, he just goes to shake your hand, he's like, ah, it's a pleasure to watch a master at work. And he just extends his hand. I shake his hand with such great enthusiasm, and I might not know my strength here. Strength contest. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that's a fourteen. He's visibly shaking. <laughs> <laughs> like physic, like like everything, every part of him. He's like, well, okay then. And, and that wasn't like, in a dickish way. It was no. just, you know, I was very I'm excited. Pretty fucking pumped about this sword that I just crapped out here. Yeah, and uh, you know, he's like, well. Uh, Obviously, that's why I'm working for you. And uh, just kind of like, kind of gives you a bow. He's like, I'll get cleaned up up here. And I raise my new longsword to the heavens. You can, you, yeah, you almost hear like a gleam, like, like, like an actual audible, like, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> oh, there's a choir of angels. <laughs> and I say, I dub thee Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> That's virtual insanity. <laughs> Virtually, yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Very good. That was classy. Air, air five for that one. All right. In my head, I was going, what's that one Jamiroquai song? <laughs> oh, yeah. And only, if you were, you know, as you guys are sort of celebrating Paradil's victory, there is, uh, you know, something interrupts the, the, the joyous occasion here. You sort of hear... In the distance, like a like an oversized conch shell being blown. What? Like a. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Thank you. So, you can see in the distance that there appears to be a small to medium-sized gaggle of people heading your way, mounted on horses. At the front of them, there appears to be what looks like a bald dwarf. Riding a black steed. How fuming is Halbert right now? Does Halbert notice? Who, does he know who this is immediately? Well, Halbert can he can spot a bald dwarf. I was gonna say, no, not, not just away. bald. Are we talking 
shaven. Zero walks out at this point carrying a steel lab door that looks <laughs> like a cushion uh, and takes it over to the blacksmiths, drops it off with this audible thud. Because, I mean, this is like a 200 pound door at least. Right. Drops it there. Wouldn't you get leisure? Could you please repair this? He asks Minimus Maximus. He gets right to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, this posse is slowly approaching. Am I, with the smithing finished uh-huh. and the shell blown, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Hoblet would have at least made his way towards the, the noise. Daryl is now right behind you. Probably a good thing. Zero walks back into the keep. Um, okay. I'm gonna cast mirror image on myself. <laughs> <I'm gonna> walk- <laughs> Immediately. Immediately, I'm gonna walk right behind. Three him. illusory duplicates of Mort now sort of <laughs> exit from him and are now mimicking every action and movement and everything he does. At first, I thought you said three losery. <laughs> they might three as well. Three versions of more. It's like that war tactic where you look like a bigger party if there's like more in line directly right. behind you. <laughs> so what, what it is is a reskin of the spell called uh, Summon Jabronis. <laughs> Summon illusory jabronis. Illusory jabronis. <laughs> well, hey, guys. Illusory jabronis. I can hear you. More has feelings, too. <laughs> So these uh, three illusory jabronis. (laughs) Uh, So now there's actually four jabronis, but only one of them is real. (laughs) real. Um, Yeah, so you're just standing there. Right right, right behind Hobbit. I'm just backing him out. I don't know know what's going on here. I feel a little threatened. The other three are uh, illusory. They're all just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I don't know. They get to probably within about 200 feet and... The dwarf starts to shout. His his voice does sound like it's much closer than it really is. And he says, uh, Oi, you sorry sacks of shit! He <laughs> <laughs> would. Is this what uh, a bunch of heroes call a home, huh? And he's, as he, he, as he gets a little bit closer, you see him actually step off of his horse. There's about 13 other people with him. 13? Yeah. Um, halflings, gnomes, humans, elves, like it's a, it's a motley crew that he's got with him. And you can notice at this point when you're up close, completely clean shaven, a dwarf (laughs) without a beard. It was like that scene from the Sandlot. Well, I just had to come over and see what all the hubbub's about. Everyone's talking about you and you got one of my boys arrested. So I wanted to see who these heroes of the kingdom of Ash could possibly be. Who is this jabroni? You know. It's fucking Angus Core, dog. <laughs> All right. And I must say, I'm a bit underwhelmed. What is your response to this? First of all, you know who he is, and he has, again, a shaven dwarf. But, hey. I'm, I'm withholding any comment. I feel like. You know right, what? I'm backing you up here. At, at this point, Hobbit is. His eyes are closed. He's slowly turning a shade of red. Sure. As he's listening to this beardless fuck come in here 
and blow steam. Right. Now, you know that this dude's reputation precedes him, though. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, these guys, these guys mm-hmm. him and his people have like succeeded in multiple crucible runs. They're rich mm-hmm. as fuck. This guy doesn't care mm-hmm. about a goddamn thing. Right. How far away is he? But... I don't know. He's, he's, he's 150 feet walking closer. He's got his horse like next to him and the rest of his people in, in tow. Like they're kind of marching slowly with him, but he's, he's sort of, sort of, you know, he's grandstanding. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely like, he's got a very confident yet. Like, I don't give a fuck kind of vibe about can we, him. Can we already smell the patchouli? Um, is this a whole, cr- like a breeze. Crew? Yeah. A breeze wafts patchouli. over. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he smells like patchouli. Something smells like patchouli. <laughs> Nice. And he says, but you managed to stop Brinks. As you can see, uh, we got him out. And you can see actually the dude Brinks Brackensprocket, the guy who was pretending to be Igor, is on a, uh, a pony in this crew. Bad <laughs> bitch. You wanted to smash him Bad before. Bitch. And you can hear him say, hey, you have my staff. Well, you're going to have to come a little closer to get it, friendo. Angus kind of looks at you, and he, like, I mean, the largest smile, and it's very visible because obviously he has no facial hair, mm-hmm. uh, crosses his face. He's like, was that the challenge? Oh, God. Do we have the bobble on deck? No. It's, it's in the house with Sven, manservant. Please <laughs> tell me that was a challenge. I find it hard to challenge. A creature with no beard. But if you choose to come much closer, I'll consider the challenge accepted. How oh, he, guy, how he immediately takes like five steps closer to you. He's, 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 he's walking. He's like, how, how far away is he at this point? I mean, I know you said it. he was 200. Let's say he's like 80 feet away. And again, this is 13 people, correct? 14 if you include. 14 including this fool. Great. We are at our headquarters zone. We do have that weird secret weapon that's like stewing in the lab. Maybe that can help. Hoblet is he's like go- puffing his <clears throat> chest out as he's walking towards you. Like a real fucking cockknocker, huh? <laughs> that's what you want to call him. <laughs> do you say that out loud? No. Um. He's like he kind of like kind of like like pats his chest a little bit twice like with his hands. He's like, well, let's see it. Hoblet's going to throw his hand up uh-huh. in the air in front of him. And at third level, I'm going to cast Hold Person, which will allow me to hold two people. Okay. And I'm going to freeze Angus and that little wanker, Brinson, right in there. Brinks. Brinks. Br- Brinks. Brinks. Brinson. I'm in fantasy baseball. Yep. <laughs> Brink, Brinks immediately is paralyzed and falls off of his horse because he rolled a nat one. Angus Core got a 20 modified. Okay. And he says, that's the best you've got. Oh, what a joke! And you see him like, like rage. I mean, like, he is in a full-on fucking rage at this point. And he, and he sprints all the way towards you now. He closes the gap and you see him pull off of his back two battle axes. And he's going to make four swipes at you. I'll use my reaction to get one at disadvantage. Okay. So I'll immediately jump in and throw my shield. Nice. So the first one then misses 
We have a 23, a Hit. 16. Miss. And a 22. Hit. Two hits. You gotta kick this boy's ass. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so he hits you once with each of these, um, and I'm sorry, I, I, I misspoke. They're actually war hammers, not uh, battle axes. I, I forgot I actually I did something with these. The first one is gonna do 12 bludgeoning damage hmm. and 10 lightning damage. Oh, shit. Oh, good lord. The second one is going to deal. Six bludgeoning damage, and only one force damage, and you need to make a strength saving throw and a constitution saving throw. Add a plus three to both of those. Holy shit. Strength save? Yep. Nat one. Okay, we'll address that in a sec. You gotta be (laughs) fucking kidding me. Constitution save. Uh, add what? Three. Sixteen. You fail both. You are paralyzed and prone on the ground. How much time has passed? Six seconds. <laughs> since since um, Angus Core has been within, you know, eyes. Right. Within, are uh, we, you know, visible. I'm going to ask everybody a question right here, actually. Mm-hmm. Are we rolling for initiative? I would absolutely suggest that we do not do that we take the lick there's 13 of them they just that dude just annihilated hoblet he's mm. fucked up on the ground there's only three is of us not the type to let i'm just hoblet saying get knocked like that listen if we roll for initiative this is the end of this campaign see you next time well, Pleasure he coming out. There, he's gonna ruin us he stands now with a foot on hoblet's back and he says you guys are nothing Get a few crucible runs under your belt. Then we can talk. Dude. Just wanted to pay a visit. Just wanted you to know. I run things around the crucible runners camp. And you're competing with the best over here. So you might want to choose another mm, line of work. Paradol. If this is all you have to muster. Paradol steps forward and says to him. So this entire thing is just an ego stroke for you? We're trying to actually accomplish something here besides just fluffing up our own characters. What is this to you? A challenge. Every time I make it out of there, it's not just the loot and the gold I get. It's the thrill of knowing that I'm the only one who's done it. I'm just double flipping him the bird silently. (laughs) All four of me are just flipping him the bird. So that's eight. Eight <laughs> middle fingers. Birds. He doesn't even look at you. Yeah. I just narrow my eyes at him and shake my head. Great. Well, well this was fun. We'll see. Uh, I'll we'll let see you take soon. care of your uh, your little dwarf friend over here. I'm sure he'll be okay in a little bit, uh, you know. Sounds great. Be gone. Get. Cool. Uh, oh, uh, we'll take the staff back, actually. Ooh, where's the staff? Zero has it. It was Igor's staff. I definitely don't think we should let him take the staff. Well, 
<laughs> Zero is still nowhere to be found. Um, where is the bobble? A man Inside has somewhere. <laughs> um, and where is the staff again? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. We, can we just say <laughs> that we lost inside. the staff? Yeah. I'm gonna, right. we, we Probably lost the staff. in Zero's lab. Yeah, I would yeah, say we definitely in Zero's lab. Does uh, Paradil? <laughs> does Paradil know where the bobble is? Um, you know what? Roll me just a straight d20. Six. You didn't see where Mansarin put it away. All yeah, right. Are you, did you tell him you lost it? Like, what are you saying? Like, I would say. Are you yeah, trying to do a deception? Like, you I'm don't really. Saying, yeah, I, I would say that. Yes. I'm, I, I'm I don't know where. All right. I not know where we put it. All right. Hold on a sec. Give me a deception. I. Sorry, man. Uh, looks like we uh, kind of lost track of it a little bit. This is deception, with right? Some bad memories. Oh, twenty-two. You actually surprisingly beat his insight. Okay. <laughs> Suck it. I'm gonna say that too. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> he says you lost track of it. Yeah. You guys are fucking useless. You mean how dangerous that stuff is? No wonder. Like you guys can handle a you guys can handle a bloody thing. All right, man. You don't gotta be mean oh. about it. You know, where was the? You know, I'm not even gonna bother asking the last place you saw it. But if I find out that you're lying to me, we'll just come back and take it ourselves. Are you leaving it? What, can, what, what's I'm, going on? You go. All right, I can see when I'm not welcome, but yeah, you know, I'm whatever. glad you were never welcome. Why are you still here? I don't know. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Great. <laughs> and he can sort of uh, hear Peridol, uh half mocking his accent. Yeah, I'm still flipping him off. All of I mean, all you of should us be. are flipping it's terrible. him off. <laughs> no, not <laughs> not that way. I thought that was good. I like him. I like this character. Uh, and he, yeah, I mean, he eventually, he just very slowly makes his way back to his horse and he kind of just like kind of waves his arm in the air a little bit and everyone begins to about face and someone reaches down to pick up Brinks and just like kind of like just sticks him on like, you know, <laughs> like, like some sort of Goliath that's with him and just like kind of puts him in his backpack. At least we make Brinks look like a bitch again. <laughs> that feels good. Other than that, I mean, we didn't do so well. He's in sort of a dead hamster pose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as he started to walk away from Hoblet, I'm going to use um, Lesser Restoration and Unparalyzed Hoblet. Yeah, Hoblet is now unparalyzed. Hoblet's oh. And I'm going to say to him, if you ever want to take him down, I will be with you. How, how far away is he? I mean, they're probably a couple hundred feet. Okay. You know, they're moving away now. Like, they're, they're, make, they're, they're making their way away. I think he, just, he was just coming to posture. Yeah, I'm just patting you on the back saying we'll get him next time, bud. Silence. Silence. Total silence. Silenced. Now Zero walks out of the front door of the keep. So, what did I miss? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're going to call this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's great. Oh wow! Yeah, it's good to get, get a little little RP heavy episode. <laughs> yeah, to I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to see that there are consequences to our actions as well, and you know, yeah. just to get, or learn a little lesson in humility. So <laughs> eating a little bit of humble pie. <laughs> Never. I'm gonna go in the bathroom and throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, if you guys like what you heard, we can be found on the internet. I haven't done this in a while. We're on Twitter. We're at Hapless Heroes. We're on Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast. Reddit, we have a slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. We're on Instagram at Hapless Heroes. I think that I still need to figure out um, how Massimo can potentially make a Snapless I Heroes. Will, I, I will be putting up a Snapless Heroes Snapchat. That would be pretty silly. 
at some point. Hold me accountable. Subscribe folks. at your own risk. Correct. But for serious. The best way, I think, and the most fun way that we've had so far to get a hold of us is we have a Discord server now. And the link of, to which you can actually find just on, as a pin post on our Twitter account or on our subreddit. Um, Discord's been, fun. Yeah, we're pretty active on it there. It's actually cool. a lot of fun. A lot of who's the who's the one guy that we talked to on our right? Discord so far? He's shout fun. out like that him. guy. Well, it's Phil and then uh, Yentl. She's uh, Bubblebee, like our our, All right, our yeah. donor. I met the one person I don't know in person. Yeah, that's Bubblebee. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, she's uh, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. Hey. Um, Did I say guy? I apologize. Yeah, but whatever, it's fine. He didn't know. Thanks, Bubblebee. Just go with dude because everyone's dude. I am <laughs> You're dude. You're a He's dude. dude. She's dude. Bench is dude. Cat <laughs> so, is dude. Anyways, we're all dudes. Hey, if ben. you really, really like us, we'd appreciate it if you left a fi- us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice, kind of like this person did. <gasps> oh. This one comes from Fry Curious. Great name, by the way. Very good. Straighter curling. Yeah. Subject. Don't just ask that sort of thing. Waffle. Right. Right. Subject. Nice. The players are goofy. I'd totally be their friend. Hey, we'd be your friend too, friend. How did they spell nice? N i c e. Okay. Not noise. (laughs) Noise. But they also do a good. And I'm sorry. They also do a wonderful job presenting their story. I usually speed up podcasts when I listen to them on the app, but this is the f- and this is the first actual play I found where I can speed things up but keep everything straight because the laughter and dialogue doesn't get muddled. Definitely a wonderful podcast. We'll have to listen to the rest of it. Bitchy, yeah, dude. Nice. Thanks for coming to check us Yo, out. Yo, Fry Baby or who? Fry Curious. Come on, such a good name. It is a good name. Fry Curious. And anyone else curious to listen, try Dave the intro at half speed. It is so fucking gold. Good. <laughs> it is gold. Good. He sounds it's like gold. he's fucking hammers. You can speed it up there from there, go. but Dave on the intro at half speed. I did it by accident. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> and some material that's <laughs> not <laughs> so Anyways, you're welcome. You're welcome in advance, right? I think you still can because I can't chase you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but if you really, really like us, we also have a Patreon page with some fun rewards. Oh. Yeah, just patreon.com slash hapless heroes. Check it out. And if you really, really, really like us. Oh, no. I need you. Oh. You know those, like, collectible spoons that people have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say, Decorative like, spoons, spoons, yeah. Yeah. Simple enough. I want you to make one of those for each one of our locales in the story so far. I think that'd be cute. <laughs> and then yeah. get it on QVC. Yeah, Sell yeah. it for $69.99 plus shipping and handling <laughs> yeah. so that everyone's grandma can have one. The shitty town spoon just looks like it was dipped in chocolate. Wow. I wasn't even thinking about, like, mass production. I guess James is adding to it. You need to also build a factory for these things. (laughs) Franchise Uh, it. Yeah, franchise it. Contract some Just email us at haplessheroes at gmail.com to talk about franchise opportunities. Boom. Just be sure you get get us in on any limited edition uh, releases. True that, true that. Please. So without further ado, I'm going to head now to our party for the week. Tonight we had Massimo playing Morton Mac, aka Gorgeous Mort. Sorry, Hoblet. James playing Hoblet the Smasher. I'm feeling a bit confused. Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. No, really, what did I miss? <laughs> Zach playing Parado Lincoln Woods. Did he leave yet? Yes, yes he did. And John. I can still smell him. <laughs> and John playing Laura Gerald the Light. We'll get to him next time, Hoblet. 
And I've been Francesco. It's so glad to be back to, as your host and DM. Tune in next time when we see where the hell these idiots go from here. Hey! Oh, Bye now! Me, I represent that. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>